welcome back to Wind Down. Oh, well, he would have got that in time for if it was a throw up. Um, yeah, it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Um, hope you're all feeling not too dusty today after the cup yesterday. Big um, old long weekend it's been. Gosh, it's been like so such a long weekend because like I feel like We've just been able to do shit, and you've done shit every single day. I know. I'm I don't really, know how you've done. I'm it. really glad to be calming down after today, because today we're gonna go for a mm, picnic. Yeah. But after today, I'm really looking forward to just not doing anything forever. I. So yeah, I went out on. Well, we went out on the first night. Yeah. You went out to drinks, and I went out to drinks. I've been we met out up. every single night. You've been out ever since. I don't know how you're functioning. Like I've, I've only gone out twice and like after, so I had my best friend Fee's birthday on Saturday and after that I was like, no, nah, I'm I'm throwing in the towel, I'm never drinking. Hanging up me boots. I'm hanging up me boots. I'm not <laughs> drinking again. Like I can't. Like I have videos on my phone of me talking to the Uber driver and it makes me sick to my core. Oh yeah, and where are you? Like shut up. Like why did you film that? You're such a loser. I had an Uber driver yesterday. Was it yesterday? I was coming back from South Melbourne and my Uber driver literally, <laughs> shit you not, sounded like Borat. It's been really good. So I'm so also fucking so proud of Melbourne for like so many days of zero cases. And the, it's so well, good. Well, the rolling average is like 1.9 or something, which yeah. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Love that for us. So keep that up. Um. So, yeah, anything else to report? Mm. Well, I've got a job, which is oh, exciting. Yes. So... I'm going to be working, um, working boy, working again, which is exciting. And I'm like, after these wild days of drinking and eating out, it'll be nice to just like not do anything and just focus on work for back a bit. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. Off mm. the grinder. Mm. Back on the grind. So today we're going to be discussing all things breakups. So we're going to go through like going through a breakup and then to what follows. Well, what followed? What followed for us? Because, um, you know, we've had some interesting breakups, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, how many breakups have you gone through? Well, a few, but like, like big one, one. One that sticks out. Only one real one. Mm-hmm. Well, not real, but, you know, when I dated one. girls, I didn't really care that much because yeah. I didn't like them. You're like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> but I've had one boyfriend and that was a really fucking toilet. <laughs> Traumatic. Turbulent and traumatic breakup. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's the only one that really sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, well, I've had like three long-term partners. So I've had three breakups. Um, and I'm sure they're all as traumatic as the next, but my last one was horrible, horribly toxic breakup, I would <laughs> that's say. That's the one that really sticks out. Yeah. So... When you go through a breakup, obviously it's like shit time and it's like never easy. And I feel like it's always so hard because the end of a relationship, it's so, it's so like weird. I can't even remember what it feels like to be like, this relationship is like definitely on its, you know, when you know, you're like, it's, it's on its last (laughs) legs. You're just waiting. You're just waiting. Like, I don't know. Cause in my first two relationships, I sort of, we, I think both of us knew that it was like coming to an end so it was like never like anything awful like we had a discussion about it and it was like a nice ish breakup but my last breakup it was sort of like because it had been so on and off hot and cold want him dead he wants me dead but <laughs> like the breakup was like just shit like and also when the breakup happened in my head I was like no this, this is, is not. Nova. This is not it because we'd broken up so many times before that. Or you'd just be like, "We'll get back together." Yeah, yeah. In your disgusting little stupid mind, you're <laughs> like, "Nah, we'll give him a couple we'll of days. It, yeah, he'll call me." Then, like, when he doesn't, you're mm. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's actually crazy. Like the like mental like struggle you go through. It's actually worrying it, you can go from like a functioning mm-hmm, human mm-hmm. to full batshit mm-hmm. i lost so much weight during my breakup i think i lost like yeah. 25 kilos whoa and that was like it wasn't like i was 
dieting and exercising, I was fucking crying. Crying. I think I just cried like 25 kilos worth of tears, salt water. I love that water weight. That's what they say about water weight. Um, yeah, it's it's actually the worst feeling ever. Like I never want to ever go through this feeling ever again because it's honestly debilitating. And if anyone listening is going through a breakup right now, like we fucking hear you because we've both been through awful breakups and I wouldn't even wish it on – well, <laughs> I would wish it on my worst enemy. I don't even know if I have a worst enemy, to be honest. I'm trying to think, like, who I hate. Oh, no, I can think of someone off the top of my head. I wish it on her. <laughs> Same. I've only, yeah, I don't have many enemies, but there's two women. Mm. I've just actually, no, I've got a, there's a particular a family. Oh, yeah. I may be related to them. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, just some other scumbags. The mistress. The mistress. Mm. I hope her heart breaks and snaps into. <laughs> and she can't live any longer. <laughs> it honestly feels like that, though, don't you reckon, when you're going through a breakup? Like, you, it's a death. It's it's really like, oh, it's just like so hard to explain. Like I'm sure a lot of you guys will have been through a breakup, so you'll understand what we're saying. But it's just this feeling of like you felt like you were fine. And like in your head, usually if you're going through a tough time with your partner, you sort of know in your head, you're like, look, this is going to be shit. It's going to be really hard, but like it's probably for the best. And like your, like your rational mind can tell you that. But then when you actually go through it, Oh, there is no rational. Rationale? No. Rational? What is it? Rationale. Rational. Like a French word or what? Rational. Why do they have to do that? Like chuck in some random accents I know, that I don't want to do. Then it's a different word. Yeah. What, like wh- which one is it? It's spelled the same. Please stop. Yeah. So it's like you just end up becoming like <clears throat> I was devastated is like the word I would use. Like I didn't get out of bed for weeks. I literally, I think my mum, I told her at one point, I was like, drive me to Delmont Private, which is like a you know, mental health facility. Yeah. I was like, take me. I'm fucking losing my mind. I used to sit, right? <laughs> I literally used to sit in a camping chair at the top of my driveway oh my God. and smoke cigarettes. Oh my God. All day. It's all <laughs> I would do. the festival forever. <laughs> Legit. At the campsite. Waiting for the waiting car. Waiting for everyone to get back. <laughs> waiting for my mind to return. And also, oh I'd just, like, sit there and just, like, see if the car would drive past. Oh. And sometimes it would. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Would it? Yeah. He would drive past. Yeah. It's a bit fucking I rude. And I'd, like, hear his car and I'd be like. Oh. I was just full batshit. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, like, actually really, really insane that your mind can sort of, like, just turn on you completely and make you feel so horrible. It's like a deep state of like unwell. Literally. It, and it's like it's so consuming and it's it all you can you think up. about. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you what I used to hate that I used to do all the time. And like we're just going to speak about this and then we're going to sort of give you some tips at the end. So we're sort of going to go through everything that we did. But then now looking back what we've been like, all right, if I could go back, I would try not to do that. But also it's really hard not to do this shit because your emotions just like consume you. It's like you, you like to think that if you're in the situation, you'd be like, well, I would never do that. Like that girl is so desperate, but trust me, you do these shit. You do these things. Yeah. And um, a, a lot of the things you do, like I laugh about it and talk about it now yeah, yeah. at the time. I was like CIA top secret. Wouldn't tell anyone how fucking psychotic I was. No way. You can probably tell. But yeah. I don't know. I'm doing the drive-bys, mm-hmm. the ghost phone calls. Yeah. You don't know what I'm really doing. I know. And, yeah, that's the thing. I remember, like, so obviously, like, when you go through a breakup, like, you've got your friends and they – I used to not tell my friends um, when my partner would break up with me because it would happen so frequently that if I told them, they would then be like – you can't go back again. Like, this is just stupid. Like, yeah. Because, you know, when they're there for you so much, they're just like, all right, this is, like, literally the 60th time. Let's not be doing this. So I just stopped telling them. So then when it was the final straw and it was the big breakup, I didn't tell them for ages. And, like, suffering in silence was really hard because oh. I just wanted to, like, vent to someone and tell someone. But I was like, Jackie, if you do, you're putting the nail in the coffin. Like, you won't be able to get back with them. So I was like, yeah, it's like more final. My- in my head, I was just like, no, don't worry. Like, he'll 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 call you, he'll text you, like, it'll be fine. And then, you know, 
days go by and nothing happens and you're just like, cool, well, I'm going to have to tell someone. So, like, then when you tell someone, it's like opening the floodgates. Like, mm. I just want to tell, talk, not – it's actually really selfish of me to do that to someone, to just be like, okay, we're going to have a convo, but all we're going to talk about is what's happened and how I'm feeling. It's I look back on it and it makes me feel sick that I, I treated people like that, treated my best friends like that, messaged them – just every day being like, oh, like, do you remember that time when we went here? Like, and I said this and then he did this. Like, do you reckon that was fucked or is that just in my, like, stupid <laughs> shit like that? Yeah. Like, thinking back to old arguments and um, reminiscing on just shit that doesn't matter. And they'd be like, I don't know, Jackie, like, he'll message you if it's meant to be. Like, obviously, they're trying to give you good advice, but at the same time, they're low-key, like, they're like, I'm over this. Shut the fuck up. I'm over this saga. You don't need to be with him. Like the fact that you're still trying to get back with him after he literally treated you like shit makes them like, it just like want to shake you and be like, oh my God. But it's so easy to to see that from the outside, but when you're in it. You don't see that at all. Like I don't see that at all. Like no chance. No. So if I could go back, I would definitely say. If I could turn back time. time. Um, Yeah. If I could turn back time. I would try and just write down all my thoughts that I would have. Like say if I wanted to send it to someone, I would write it down in like a Word doc or in a journal or whatever you prefer to do and just reread it myself a couple of times and then be like, all right, does someone really need to hear about your fight on the 2nd of October for the 30th time? Like, no, we don't. So maybe just write it down for yourself. And that's what another thing I really wish that I had done because in the first days of a breakup, I think you really, really, really think about all the things that they've done that are, have upset you. And then as time goes on, you slowly, they start going and you only thinking of, oh, when we went on that cute picnic mm. and it was so nice. But and then like that day that he like picked me up from that party, like it was the best thing ever. And like you forget about all the bad things. I was, I, I think I was a mix of both completely though. I was like bad things and then I was like good times and then I was like, because I just kept digging and digging oh, and yeah. digging and finding more and more and more. And oh, I yeah. just, it was weird. It was like my love and my hatred yes. together were growing stronger. Yeah, it's really weird. And I've I um, I've watched TED Talks on this before, actually, on how your brain, like, strategically only puts forward the happy memories instead of the, the sad ones because they're trying to, it's trying to make you feel better. Yeah. So it's like trying to. The brain is actually so fucking crazy, by the way. Like, it's just crazy that it does that. Or, like, you could be looking through your phone, looking at photos, and it will just be playing all these memories in your head, and you're thinking, oh, my God, we had the best relationship ever. Oh, meanwhile, you've been treated like a sack of shit. Literally, but you're just conveniently not thinking about that, or, like, you're just blocking it out because you're like, no, 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 no. Like, we were good. Let's cherish We were good for about 80% of the time. It's like, no, you weren't. In reality, it's, it's yeah, 20%, 80 has been fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely try to, oh, this is a good one. As soon as you break up or whenever you feel like you can, like as early as possible would be great. Make a pros and cons list and like be honest about the pros and cons because it really helps to look back on and be like, you know, if you're having like a day where you're struggling be like look how many cons there are i mean this is talking in a sense of if you're going through a breakup where it's toxic if you're going through a breakup where it's sort of like you know you don't need to do any of this sort of stuff you're just like you know ended on mutual terms or you've just grown apart and you still want to be friends you don't have to do any of this stuff if you don't want obviously it's like helpful for anyone because it helps you sort of detach and be like it wasn't all good and then i think you also when your head starts to clear up a bit you can take a look back and you you might go, holy fuck, there's so many cons. There's so many cons. Look how many pros there are, five, and then there's like 46. And the pros are like really hard to think of if it's like, a toxic relationship. It's literally like, I like how he treats me when I'm nice to him. So it's like you had to be nice to him for that to happen. Yeah. Mine would be like good root. And then everything good like, root when it's like he's taken me back after a toxic fight. Yeah. And it would be like emotionally unstable. Yeah. Rude. Wants me dead. Cheating on me with everyone in Melbourne. <laughs> Shit personality. Never leaves his phone in the room. Literally would root anyone mm-hmm. that isn't me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the list goes on. The pros and cons list, I think, is a good, <clears throat> a good handy tip because it 
it just helps you like get stuff down on paper as well. And I think when you um, are going through a breakup, you forget about a lot of stuff and you don't want to think about a lot of stuff. So it's good to like write it down. It's also good. It's a good way of, um, oh, I was talking to actually Lainey, Lainey, Lainey oh. longer and she gave me an idea that I actually kind of like, and this is, I guess, with all life events and stuff that are a little bit traumatic, but like journaling. Yeah. Cause that's like my, when, when I was going through my breakup, my psychologist told me to like write everything down. Yeah. It's a good kind of release. And then you can always go back and read it and mm-hmm. see progress as well. Like how much, how far you've come, that kind of thing. But sometimes, and Lainey suggested doing this and I kind of like the idea you write down all of your emotions and how you're feeling and all that kind of stuff and then burn it. Oh, yes. It's kind of like some kind of It's like a ritual. release. And um, I've heard that people do this also with like print out a photo of you with them and burn it or like just something that's like reminds you of them. Not in like a mean way, in like a just like a I think it's a release. release. Like yeah. I just. It's like you've put those words out there into the universe. You've written it down. Yeah. You've got it off your chest and then you're getting rid of it. You can just be like, breathe and like get something off your yeah. chest. I mean, you don't have to burn things. You, no, you can just not like write like, it down and throw don't it Don't like out or burn whatever. your house down. No, no, no. But like, yeah, you can always don't write it down and throw it out. Don't burn this down either. <laughs> well, actually my um, ex gave me this hideous fedora. <laughs> burn it. I literally burnt it. Mum came home and I'm in the, I'm in the backyard of this like <laughs> this hat, flaming hat. And she's oh like, what god. the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, you gave me this fucking hat. Oh my god. She's like, true, burn it. And I was like, I am. You're like, flame it's, it's on fire. So like, yeah, I think Lanny, Lanny, Lanny's on something there. Um, Something else that obviously everybody has done and it's normal to do when you go through a breakup is have a little relapse. Oh. Or a year of relapsing, or which was me. Three years of relapsing, which was me. Mm, yeah. So more power to you if you're someone that's broken up with someone and not gone back to them because it's really, really, really hard. It is. And I wish I could have done that because yeah. I feel like I just lost so much of my own self-respect by 100%. doing it. And you teach that person how to treat you that they can walk all over you have you whenever they want any time of the day and have their cake and eat it too yeah they'll be out rooting everyone else but then you know if if it's a little bit hard one day to find someone yeah you're on speed they're feeling sooky on a monday after a big weekend it was i used to say this to my old work friends whenever it was a fucking sunday yeah every sunday was relapse day well, and I would wait for it. Horny, I would lonely, wait for it. Same. I was so. I'd be at work and be like, "Can I leave six hours early?" Because like, why? And I'm like, emergency. "You just clocked in." So yeah. <laughs> like emergency. I need a route. <laughs> oh. My ex needs me, and I tell you what, that um, you're right. It really does make you feel um, more shit about yourself because then you're sort of like, yeah, you feel good at the time because you're like, oh my god, they want me, but they don't actually want you. They want to have sex with you and then they want you gone. So it's like, it's really like it only stunts your personal growth and your the sooner you stop sleeping with them, the sooner you can start getting yes, rid of them. Yes, because it literally. It stops you from. It delays the whole process. The whole process. And it's, it's really bad for your mental health going around in that circle mm-hmm. for so long because, you know, it's. As I said before, talking to your friends about it. But then you, you end up talking to your friends about it for fucking three years. Yeah. They're sick of hearing it. You're actually sick of talking about it, but it's still all fresh and relevant because you're rooting them You've every just week. rooted them. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's it's really hard because, you know, all you're doing, I remember like when I went through the breakup, all I was doing was waiting for him to message me. And when he did, I would get that full dopamine dopamine hit. I would be so happy. I would be like, oh, my God, like, yes, this is so good. But then obviously I'd already told all my friends that we'd broken up and they'd been like, you know, Jackie will help you through it this time. Like, obviously they helped me every time, but this time when I was like, this is the last time, like, blah, blah, blah. And then if I did go sleep with him, no one can know. And then so I'm lying to everyone. I'd be like out at a party or something or out at a bar or wherever we were, having so much fun with my friends. 
he would text me because he'd know I was out. Yeah. He'd be like, I don't want you to be out. Let's ruin it. Let's ruin it. You can come to mine. And then sometimes I would get to his and he'd be like, I don't really want you here. <sighs> and I'd be like. <laughs> I'd literally be like baton to the head. I'd be like, well, I can't like, what? I can't go back there now. Cause they're going to be like, thought you went home, you little bitch. <laughs> and I'm suddenly I'm like, actually, I feel like partying again. Like, and it would just be like, Ooh. oh, it just, and yeah, obviously like then you can't tell your friends and they'd be like, where'd you go last night? And you'd be like, oh, like just to this random guy's house. And they'd be like, oh my God, who? And then literally this random guy is the guy you all wanted. Legit. And it's, it's not good to lie to those people because no. then if they find out they're also just, they, they just don't believe. You. Yeah. And every single t- time. After that, they just assume you're going back to hundred percent. And guys, there is absolutely nothing wrong with going back to your ex. There's, we've all done it. I'm just saying, if I could, if I could go through a breakup again, I would say as soon as you can cut off all communication and especially sex, do it as soon as you can. Because, like, it's just when you think about it, it's like. Are you really going to end up marrying that person that you were toxic with and you went back and forth and up and I down hope and not. Hope not because imagine a life of that. 100%. And it's I also just not sustainable. Yeah, no. And I also just think, and I wish I had done it earlier, and it is true and it's hard to do, out of sight, out of mind. As soon as I did yeah. the block and delete, yes. no contact, mm-hmm. and it's annoying because as soon as you do that, they then they start flying off mm-hmm. and they literally will come all costs to try and contact you yeah. and like go they literally go nuts mm-hmm. but once you don't have that constant communication yeah you actually stop thinking about them as much you start focusing on yourself more yeah this, your normal sense of normality starts to slowly creep back in mm-hmm. i know because you really can't start moving on and you won't start moving on if you've got that thing in the back of your head saying but maybe if I post this pic looking really cute, he'll message me today and then we might hang out and then like we'll be dating by next week. And it's like you need to get a grip. Yeah. And, and like I would – I found that I would post stuff. This is another big no-no and I did this myself. I would post stuff because I would know he would watch to upset him. Like I would be out with my friends, like having so much fun doing shots and like – with other guys and I would like take stories with them and uh, stop because there is nothing more cringe than you trying to get their attention and they know you're yeah, trying to do it. And I feel like everyone else knows. And as everyone well. else knows it's so embarrassing. Like yeah. it's so embarrassing. And yeah, obviously I did it so I'm not poo-pooing anyone because I'm poo-pooing myself. But I would just say if you tell you what the the biggest revenge of all is literally going radio silent because it sends them batshit. Silence. Silence. If someone's not, because, you know, we've all done it. We've all checked the Snapchat stories, the Insta stories, wherever else they've been posting. If there is nothing anywhere, you're literally like, what are they doing? Who are they with? How are they having so much fun that they're not even posting anything? Do you know what? If you're having that much fun, you're not posting anything. 100%. Like, you're really not. 100%. And that is what sent me batshit because he would never, like, obviously, like, he wasn't really like a big poster on social media anyway but I just always wanted to know what was happening and if you can't find it it's genuinely triggering I know you're like what's going on yeah same thing like if you block them and also don't I know a lot of people like oh it's so mean it's not mean it's really not mean to block someone like in this situation because you're doing it for yourself you're not doing it for them you're doing it so that you can't go look at them you can't go suss who they're following. You can't go see who's commenting. It's just like a really toxic circle if you've got them to go look at. And it's so addictive. It's so addictive. It's like 15 times a day. What's going to change? But oh let's my look God. every time. When I went through a breakup with this guy that I hadn't been dating for very long, but I was like really into him and like he sort of ended things with me. And like I had him on social media still and I would check his following. Well, because, okay, shout out to my friend Christy Woohoo. She told me that, <laughs> Christy Wu, um, she showed me that if you go on your desktop on Instagram, all right, um, everyone don't do this because it's toxic. Oh, God, I don't remember. If you go to their following, it shows you an order of oh, most recent. It used to do that, didn't it? It used to do it on the phone, but it doesn't do yeah. it. You have to go on the desktop. So you have to be a full, literal freak and go on Instagram on your fucking computer. Like, oh, chill out. 
I used to do that and it would just be like a new girl every couple of days and then it would be sending me flying. I would Then I would go on her, stalk her, see if I had any mutuals, stalk her on Facebook, stalk her. Like what is wrong with me? And I would just cry in bed all day. And I was like, oh my God, Jackie, like this guy doesn't mean shit. Why are you crying over these girls that you don't even know? Like he's probably just following them because they're hot and like more power to them. They were fucking hot. But like it's just toxic. So just I think definitely don't. Just block because if you can't have access to it, you can't do any of this stuff. Exactly. Because it's I just think so that, toxic. I think the block is so important. It's helpful for both sides. 100%. And I know you think, like, if I block him, he's just going to, like, forget about me. He won't. Trust me. I think opposite. <laughs> opposite. It's like. Literally opposite day. Yeah, opposite day for sure. Like, I blocked my ex on everything and a year later he emailed me. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. That was, that was probably the best thing I ever did mm, in terms mm-hmm. of moving on. I wish, you know what I wish I did, and I always thought about this, and, you know, hindsight, whatever, but yeah. I always wished that we'd broken up because before we met, I wanted to, like, move to the UK and, like, work oh, over there, but yeah. then he pretty much just ruined your life. Ruined my life. <laughs> um, I wish that when it all ended, I did the block and I yes. just moved away just or ghost. went away for, like, six months because that would have fucking... Fucked with him Fucked so with him. hard. Because he really couldn't handle when I did, like, finally, finally, or well, multiple times I did it, but had just given up, like, and had enough. Mm. I did the block, and it was block on everything, mm-hmm. like phone number, like yes. phone, Instagram, social media, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, I told, like, mutual friends and um, relatives and stuff. I was like, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know. If you yeah. contact you, don't tell me. Yeah. And that... Sent that literally sent him into a fucking frenzy. Mm. He like got some UK number and was trying to contact me off it. Oh and then I blocked him on that. Oh my God, love that. That's another thing I've just thought of from what you've said there. When you're going through a breakup, tell your friends and family, look, I, obviously you're going to have mute, like some crossover and mutuals and they're still friends with them and whatnot. So you know what? The most healthy thing you can say is, I know you guys are friends and I love you as a friend and I know that you love them as a friend. That's fine. But if you hear anything about him, please don't tell me about it because that is another thing that really, it's just like not really a nice thing for your friends to do anyway. But you don't want to hear if they're like, oh, we saw him out last night, like hooking up with six different people. It's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like I, it's just, it's going to send you into like upsetville. And also I feel like you, everyone does it and you like kind of, portray to everyone I'm fine you know you can tell me what's happening don't ask the questions no because you know most likely whoever you're asking the question is going to relay to them that you're asking questions and you just seem desperate yes and also you know the questions when you get the answers you're not going to like them you're not literally self-sabotage don't just don't do it yeah and not worth it that's just a big thing about breakups it's a lot of self-sabotage for sure like it's a lot of your own like it's very toxic you you can be very toxic to yourself even though you're going through like a toxic breakup like you do things that you know are bad like do you know the amount of times that I would sit in bed after like a couple of like days of no talking and I would be like okay like I'm gonna message him today um what do I say and then in my head I'd be like Jackie don't message him because you know if he doesn't reply you're gonna like literally go into a frenzy what would I do? Hi. Nothing back. And you know what? It makes you feel like shit. Even worse. It makes you feel even worse. Even and you, worse. you know it's going to, but you still do it. Every time. And that's fine. Like, obviously, you you go through these things and you, you live and you learn. But I, if I'm, like, helping a friend through a breakup or it's stuck, tricky situation now, I would definitely say zero contact. Like, zero contact. Like, absolutely none. And I'm saying... Block them on everything. Don't leave one avenue that they could maybe message you. I know. I Don't w- do that. I always Don't leave like, my private account. My private account. Like, yeah. I never even check it. Block. Block him on everything. Block her on everything. We don't need to see it. Like, we just... You don't need to see it. They and don't. Trust me. They don't have anything interesting to tell you anyway. No. They don't. And also, I kind of held on to that glimmer of hope. I yes. was like, if I... What if I do block and then everything's going to turn around? It's mm. not. Mm-mm. 
And if it was? If it was, they would try They could hard. knock on your fucking door they and come and talk to you. If they really... Or write you a letter. Mm-hmm. If they really have good intentions of getting you back and making things right, they will do it. Yeah. And they won't do it via an Instagram DM. And like they do, they will, they will. Yeah, but they unhinged. don't need to do it. They can literally... They know where you live. We they can did, send you a letter. We assume so. Well, I mean, yeah, assume so. Yeah, so... um. Or they'd know a friend that you know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of ways that someone can get in contact with you that's not directly you. 100%. Do you know what I mean? And if it's, like, something that's not embarrassing, they can tell it through your friends. If it's more just, like, a, they want to fuck you, they're not going to go tell your friend, hey, can you let them know I want to sleep with her tonight? Because that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's a bit unwell. And it's a bit fucking weird. Um, what have I got here? Oh, yeah. Should we just go through some of the toxic, like... Things that we've done? Because we've both got a list. So I yeah. guess we can kind of go through that. Yeah. Um, all right, so just the waiting up all night for the message, like not sleeping, having your phone right next to you on loud, so it's like, ding, but nothing would ever happen because <laughs> not no message, <laughs> it'd would be like come dominoes. From. But I would be waking up every two seconds and like checking my phone, checking my phone, checking my phone, like, oh, wait, did I turn my notifications off? Like, stop. Like, the I think like the amount of sleep that I would have got in those times would be literally nutter, and I was so anxious, and it was just actually. Really, 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 really bad. And that's even, especially for me, like if I don't get enough sleep, I'm like a devil. I was so mean to everyone in my family. Like, awful mum be like, come down for dinner. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, sorry, Jackie. Like, sorry, I just like thought you should eat. I'm like, mm, I'm I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that's another thing. You're running on no sleep. Mm-hmm. You're so emotional mm-hmm. and like lack of sleep is so bad. But you know what the thing is, we're saying this, but I couldn't have, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I literally I would... was just, I felt like constant adrenaline running through my brains. Yeah. Like I was in bed, exhausted, but like. <laughs> yeah. Like, ew. Like panting. <laughs> literally. Like pickles after a run. Literally. <laughs> literally. Oh, I used to do so many, like, because I lived near my ex. mm I'd always find myself doing a drive-by at all different hours. Mm. Is your car there? Is your car not there? Oh, that would be if so If the car's not there, where are, you? where are you? Whose house are you at? Who are you rooting right now? Uh, like it was oh. – and I'd always just be like – I literally had convinced myself that driving past his house was like a detour that I needed to go. I okay. didn't. It's really close to where I'm going anyway. It was completely out of the way. Mm. It's annoying, dicky little would do side it to street. Too. Well, yeah, he did too. Mm. And then because we lived near each other, my heart would drop if I'd be driving and we'd be like driving past oh. each other. And he'd always be like, hey. and oh. I'd be like, ah! like I'm gonna just, like pull Slam my car. Out. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of a really toxic thing that I did. Um, well, I didn't do it, but I thought about doing it a lot. Every time I would be in the car driving. I would be so upset, like, listening to, like, a sad playlist or whatever. And I would just be like, do you know what? If I got into, like, a really bad head-on, I'd go to hospital and he'd have to come and see me. Like, surely he'd have to come and bring me flowers. That is fucking batshit. Batshit. And I tell you, like, guys, this is obviously nothing to laugh about, but my brain would take me to that place. Like, I would literally be like, if I got really badly injured, he would have to care. Imagine if he didn't. And then I would think, but what if he, like, Loki didn't come? And then I was thinking, but if I was in hospital in, like, a coma, my parents wouldn't let him in. They'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> You're not seeing her. You're, like, <laughs> devil's touch. You'll, like, kill her. Well, that's funny because my ex had this this accident at the gym. Oh. He, like, I don't know, fell off the monkey bars onto his head. <laughs> and, um, of course, being me, left work, oh. took How did you lollies. hear about it? Um, oh, Instagram post in a neck brace. In hospital with a yeah. thing on. Yeah. Oh, guys, can we just say, don't do those posts. They're annoying. They're annoying. You look like a fucking idiot. Just say what you're doing. If you're going to say, if you're at the hospital. Oh like, my God. Especially when it's like in hospital. Checked into the Alfred, like cool. ICU ward. And it's like, okay. And then you're like, what happened? And they're like, oh, I just ate a blueberry. And I'm like, blueberry intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I checked on a blueberry. Oh well, God. no, it's just like. Anyway, it's really every, like an everything, everything he posts is like 
my top off. Look at me in my uh, abs. I'm in Wait, hospital. it's like a it's a post where they want people to reply. 100%. It's like a thirst trap, but it's a, like a life trap. Yeah. End your life trap. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, so of course I bloody rushed over Box oh, Hill Hospital, like? flowers, the works. chocolate, lollies. And it was just so, as soon as I got there, I was like, I regret, regret. this. Because mm. he was just like, hey. And I was like, I've literally come to fucking hospital, wasted my money on these fucking flowers mm. for you, and I just want to smack them across your head. Oh, and I got like the. Carrying big. I almost, yeah. Carrying big mood. <laughs> but I just got like almost pity. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh. Oh, yeah, you're here. Yeah. And I just, I think that was when I started to be like, well, I'm unhinged. Yeah. And I need to stop doing this mm-hmm. because I'm wasting all my money on yeah. you. Um, another self sabotage that I did when I went through a breakup is I slept with people that he was friends with. Yeah, same. So that I couldn't go back to him. So it was sort of like to help myself. Yeah. Which is like sort of props. I don't mind it. Wouldn't recommend it because it can like stir up a lot of um, uh, fights in a friendship group. But the people that I did sleep with that he was friends with don't know. That he doesn't know. So that's okay. It just meant meant that I couldn't go back. And I doubt they would tell him because like. Be like, oh, hey, I fucked your ex-girlfriend. Your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Like it's I did the same, but I did it because when we broke up, my well, my ex actually told me because he kept trying to sleep with my friends mm. or people mm-hmm. that he knew I knew. Yeah. And I said something to him and he's like, I like the competition. And I was like, sorry, what competition are we playing? Yeah. I didn't realise I'd entered into the Grand Slam of yeah. slamming my heart into a wall. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then a few of his friends – prove to be not so loyal to him oh i didn't go out looking for it but i rooted a few of his friends yeah and i was like well you know what you do it to me i'll do Game it to you back Literally. and he doesn't know since day and i kind of like it because i'm like <laughs> it's sort of good that they because there's no need to like put it in someone's face yeah but he's like, like a little goes posting all these photos with these people and i'm oh, like well that's annoying i'm like lol um Loser. That best friend of yours you're doing B-Day posts for, I've actually rooted. So <laughs> enjoy that. Enjoy that. Um, the need to spend money after yeah, the we breakup. Yeah, we were discussing this before. This is, I, this is a uh, – yeah, if you're going through a breakup and you're going through a breakup, don't spend your money on them. Don't no. buy them gifts. Don't, like, buy their love. Don't try to win them back with – gifts because it's just a waste of money i know i'd always be like oh i saw this and i thought, thought of, you. of you and they would never do that no and it was it was um his birthday and i was like oh i'm gonna go to louis vuitton oh no and buy him like i can't even remember what i bought it was all it was kind of random shit but like and then when it was my birthday i wouldn't even get a, a card call or a text message oh yeah literally. like what four days later hey birthday for the other week i'm like are you fucking kidding me can't <gasps> Are you oh fucking kidding God. me? What the fuck is wrong with you? I spent like $500 on your shit fucking ass oh. and then you don't even send me a happy birthday message. Yeah. I spent like a couple of thousand dollars on a trip for me and my ex to go to Bali because like I thought we were going to get back together and it would all be fine and dandy and we didn't end up going. So I literally don't do that. Did you get the money back? No. She's I was going to go. I was still going to go, but then um, – Oh, something ended up happening. I think I ended up getting a job. Oh, no. I was going to go with Jess, but she ended up getting a job like two days before we had to go that she like, could not say no to. So then I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not going. Oh, my God. Anyone, yeah. if anyone's ever in this situation where their ex yeah, fucks them over you. and you have a holiday. I just was in such a shit. Everyone call me. I'm always down for a shotgun holiday to Literally. anywhere. Anywhere. Literally. Literally to fucking Doncaster at this point. I mm-hmm. will go. Mm-hmm. What else? Have, oh, oh, and you know, I actually did the same thing. I was, I'd put a deposit on flights to go to Japan because mm. I was like, this will spice things up. No, she was trying to make me to pay the whole amount, Why? and I was kind of just luckily I knew that it was literally going down the gurgler. Because if I did, imagine that I would have just lost. Did you get any of your money back or no? Not the deposit. Oh, actually, I think I was able to use it towards. Like goes to a voucher or something. 
Uh, but if I had done the full amount, I would have been fucked. Yeah. Um, what else have we done that is... I think another thing you need to be really weary of is that people can actually see straight through you. So if you're asking mutual friends, family members, etc., about them and their actions and what yeah. they're doing, it's going to get back to them and it's going to piss them off and also people can see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're not as, like, calculated yeah. and unsuspecting as you think. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, just out of sight, out of mind, you just shouldn't worry what they're doing. It doesn't matter. They're probably not doing anything. Like, honestly, it it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know, because if, you, if you're going to hear, like, oh, yeah, he was at the bar or she was at the bar talking to another guy or girl, you're going to immediately be like, oh, my God, I'm so upset. But realistically... It's probably at the bar annoying someone else. So legit harassing even... some poor woman yeah. or man. Literally, um, um, I definitely drank. I went into like a full on because I think it was it was over a few years, but it was around when I was like twenty to twenty two or three. Mm. Um, but like it was the year of twenty first. Oh yeah, for our year level, and obviously like Fly. open bar. I would get so fucking blackout to mm. just like make myself feel better. But mm. it got to a point where I was like, I'm actually an embarrassment and everyone's saying to know me. It's like really that person who's like so shit faced every single time. Yeah. Can't walk, can't talk, fucking mm. paralytic. Like it's not, yeah, it's not, not a good look. Yeah. Like, while it can be fun with your friends, definitely, but, like, don't drink yourself into oblivion because you're just going to feel even worse. Yeah. And then you're going to feel so shitty the next day and you're just going to like – cry and like miss everything and it'll just it's just or not, relapse not in terms of them yeah which is you need to just avoid doing yeah you really do um i actually subscribe to this guy on youtube his name is um matthew hussey he does actually really good videos and i didn't listen to any of them <laughs> well you did but you didn't listen to the advice i didn't i watched the videos i loved watching the videos. i got addicted to watching them because he would be like you know it could be like something so specific like what to do if he texts you after a toxic breakup and it would be genuinely good advice um but i would just literally not listen to any of it but i would watch it all like it was just very toxic to myself and i would just sort of be like well maybe he's wrong because like he doesn't know like my relationship with my ex and stuff <laughs> oh shut up like he's literally a relationship expert like he literally knows the patterns so i highly recommend um watching his videos and also i got this book called breakup boss by zoe foster blake that's really really helpful um it's just i i'm the type of person that like when i go through a breakup i like to like read heaps of stuff about like breakups and the brain and like your emotions because it like helps me think that i'm not like i'm not alone and i'm not like the only one that's ever had that because Everybody has the exact same feelings through these situations. Like it's really hard for everyone and it's just nice to know that you're not the only one that's like feeling crazy because breakups can make you feel crazy for sure. Yeah, so highly recommend his YouTube and highly recommend that book. It also comes in an app, I'm pretty sure, but um, yeah, really, really, really good for some self-growth. And that's the thing. It's all about like self growth during these periods. Like it's it's really good if you can get out of bed, like go for walks with your friends, go do stuff that you like doing, like go out for lunch, do stuff that like you just want to do. And I feel like if you're always in your room in your house, you just have all these memories of them and all this negative stuff. So it's really good to get out and do stuff, even though you definitely don't feel like you want to do stuff. It does really help. Hundred percent. Keep busy. I mean, stay busy. Yeah. You want to stay busy, but you don't want to be so busy that when you suddenly are not, oh, you're, you're just like, like a ton of bricks, burn out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely like spend time with friends and family. Do like be active. Mm-hmm. Go away for a little weekend away. Yeah. You know, girls trip, boys mm-hmm. trip, any trip, anything. Just enjoy yourself. Mushroom trip. Mushroom trip. Acid trip. <laughs> K hole. <laughs> the whole shebang oh my god literally and like that's another thing don't feel the need to like get back on the dating apps or start dating like too soon um it's just you just don't even like it's no rush it's all about ease into it i saw this quote yesterday actually that i'm gonna read out to you guys now because i thought it was good 
up. The biggest mistake we make after we end a relationship is to start another one. We immediately rush into another relationship. We think it'll make everything better, but it rarely does. The space after a relationship is to find yourself, not someone else. And that is so true because when you are going through a breakup, you just need to like just have that alone time and like reminisce and just get back to like being like fine and happy with just yourself because at the end of the day, all you've got is yourself. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's just a good time to just do things that you wanted to do when you're in the relationship, but didn't have time to do, or they didn't want to do it with you or like, you know, whatever. And just enjoy being single for a minute. Like mm-hmm. so many people I see just jump from one to the next. And mm. I'm like, you need to heal from that you previous do. relationship because you can't take, there's no point taking all of that same baggage Into and the next drama one. and all that in there. Because you will, and it'll just burn out so quick because you'll just be like, you won't have had time to like get that negative juju off you. Yeah. And I think being single, like it took me a long time after my breakup to like actually enjoy it. Like I think it mm. took me about three oh, it years. It took me ages. So long. Like, okay, well, it, didn't so it took me probably going to say like three months. But <laughs> yeah, but like it can. But it was um, until I could start like seeing other people or dating other people, but I would still probably be sleeping with my ex at the same time. So it would be like. Yeah, obviously. Still very negative vibes. Yes. But, yeah, it definitely, like, I know the feeling of, like, you know how when your friend's like, oh, my God, like, download Hinge or Tinder or whatever, and you're like, ew, the thought of, like, talking to another person from the other sex or the same sex makes me want to rip my eyeballs out and, like, <laughs> cut my throat. Like, I can't think of anything worse. And you compare them to your ex as well. Like, you're just always like, well, there's just never going to be anyone. And seeing your ex on those apps is like a literal heart to the eye. And that's another thing, guys. If you have them blocked, you won't see them on those things. I said heart to the eye. (laughs) Knife to the eye or knife to the heart. Either Either will do. Knife to the knife. Um, Yeah, if you have your ex blocked on social media, they won't come up in your hinge because their social media is joined to their hinge and stuff. Yeah, so it's like helpful. What about Tinder? It's the same. Oh. Yeah, if you have their number blocked as well, it blocks them off it. That is... It's really good because there's nothing worse than swiping and seeing them and then seeing them have cropped you out of yeah, the photo. Yeah, the couple photo and they've literally just... You, you see half your leg. You're like, wow. Your arms around them. That's me. Interesting. That's my manicure. You thought you looked good there. Nails. Wow, I actually beg you to take that photo. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, yeah, if you have any access to their social media because I literally when literally FBI agent. Mm. I found a way online mm. through like the Apple keychain oh, no. how to hack it and like oh, find no. out passwords. So I was full checking messages. I just over legit here. discovered the fucking archive folder on Facebook. Oh no. Because I would watch the conversations happen. Mm. Real and time. then they'd be deleted. And then one day I just discovered all of them for the whole time that we were dating. Oh, no. In the archive folder. Oh, no. And then Snapchat. But then Snapchat, I didn't realise, but every time I was logging into his, it would log him out. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was like, I wanted to see. Did he say anything? No, he just changed passwords. Oh. And I was so angry at the time, but I'm like, Fair it was enough. such a, re- it was actually such a relief when, it, when all the passwords were changed because it was just like, I don't have, I can't look mm-hmm. anymore. Because mm-hmm. I was, I always, like, I think one of my friends just said to me, you need to tell him so he will change it. Yeah. So you can't look. And I was just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. But then it did. And I was just like, good. I don't want to say any more. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if there is like a cafe that you guys go to or their workplace or something like that, Somewhere don't be in that area. Don't, don't, don't go to areas where you think you're going to run into them. Because... You just need to get them out of your head. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, there's another thing that I just remembered. And I learned this from that Matthew Hussey guy. There's a thing called the, the no contact rule. So when you break up with someone, basically it says the 30-day rule after breakup, the no contact rule is very simple. You are essentially creating a void between you and your ex. This means stop texting, stop calling, and you stop seeing each other. And so they say it's apparently psychologically proven 30 days is all it takes for you to stop obsessing over something. It's like breaking your habit pretty much. So it's like you stop having contact with them for 30 days. Yes, you'll be sad and it'll be really hard. And I remember I did this and the two-week mark was – fucking so hard because I was like it's been so long now like I miss him so much all I want to do is message him like maybe he's tried to message me like maybe I should unblock him no don't do it 
like just try and do it and like write like have a little calendar and like mark off each day and like give yourself a treat for every day because it is really hard but it definitely is so effective i think it's it's honestly just key and also it says like the no contact rule i know this is like not something that i should even be saying but the no contact rule can work for if you want to get back with them too because basically it's like cutting everything off like it says the no contact rule is so effective because it portrays the most desirable qualities of a person. So it, you're not saying anything to them. You're not doing the whole, take me back, take me back, take me back. You're literally saying nothing. So they've got time then to sit there and say, wow, they're actually being quite mature in this situation. Like they're not um, trying to contact me. Like maybe I miss them. And then, you know, it's kind of like a reset. It's button. like a little reset, literally. It's just like, and then, but in, on the other hand, it ho- helps you to realize like your own self-worth and be like, I'm going to be fine. After yeah. this, th- like I could do this thirty days. I can do the next thirty years. Do you know what I mean? Goodbye. Goodbye, bitch. So yeah, um, we hope this has helped. We're ne- definitely not experts, um, but we've gone through a fair share of unwellness. Yeah, and I think it's really important to remember because when I when it was all happening with me, I was just so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell my friends we broke up for ages because I was just like. I don't know, just so embarrassed about the whole situation. But everyone has been there in mm-hmm. some sense. Everyone is going to go there in some sense. Unfortunately, it's just life, you know. Yeah. Relationships work, they don't work. People fall out of love. People mm-hmm. cheat on people. But mm-hmm. it's it's really important to just be with your friends and family and honestly do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Stop putting them first. Stop doing all this stuff to try and impress them. Mm-hmm. Just focus on yourself. Like, Literally, 100%. And that's the thing, like, your friends and family are going to be there for you through the thick and thin. Like, yes, obviously, like, it's someone that you loved and you fell in love with them and it's really hard, but you were fine before them and you're going to be fine after them. 100%. Like, it's just life. It honestly is. And obviously, it's so easy to say that now because, like, I'm not going through a breakup. Um, But if I do, I'll definitely share it with you. If I do, I think I'm going to do the disappear vibe. Yeah. Like, it'll, I, I literally will do the block and delete. Again, I want to try and be a lot, like, a more self-confident, strong person. Because it's just like, I don't know, looking back on the way that I handled my last uh, my last breakup, like, it just disappoints me because I could have been so much better. But every day is a Another day, day closer to mm-hmm. being happy again. 100%. And... You know, as bad as our breakups were, I know we've spoken about it before, they've both been very beneficial now. Mm. I've definitely grown a lot as a person. Yeah. And I definitely respect myself a lot more now. 100%. I used to be, like, so put myself last vibes. And you can't do that. No, you can't. You honestly can't. You need to put yourself first, focus on your happiness, and don't fucking contact them. Yep, block. Block, delete, bye. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys on Thursday. See you guys Thursday. Bye. And also, bye. if anyone's going through a breakup, we love you and we love you. Feel free to. Always. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.